Welcome to the Cosmic Business Breakthrough Podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Palace, and this podcast is for soulful entrepreneurs who want to harness the cosmic power of astrology to elevate their message, unlock flow, and attract their best clients ever. Join me every week and get excited to discover how you can use the energy of the cosmos to get the business breakthrough you've been waiting for. I have a very special guest with me tonight as I record this, and he's someone that I've wanted to have on the podcast for some time, but it was pretty tricky to get him to commit to the podcast recording. Uh, So bear with us. This is his first ever podcast interview, and we're going to talk all about relationships, business and astrology, obviously, with Carlos. Now, for those of you who don't know, Carlos is my special person. He is my fiancé. We are getting married in March. Very exciting times. And we're expecting a baby together. So it's pretty serious. (laughs) But interestingly, we have come together later in life. I was 38 when we met and Carlos was turning 40 and I had been married before and he had been in obviously in relationships before and I have two children. So we've had to navigate a lot of interesting times, but we also had to navigate the online dating world in our late 30s and we've had to navigate cross-cultural communication. Carlos is Colombian He has a beautiful accent, which he's a little bit nervous about, but I love it. And he's a Latino, so he has a certain way of looking at the world that is slightly different to the way that I have been brought up to look at the world. So there have been all of these challenges and things for us to navigate in our relationship. And we wanted to bring this conversation to you because relationships are so important in business and being in the right relationship can really help propel your business forward. And knowing more about your partner can be very helpful to having a solid relationship. And I think that's part of why we work is because we're prepared to look more deeply at ourselves. And we have been from the beginning And astrology has been one of the ways that we've done that. It's not the only way, but it's one of the ways. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Carlos. Would you like to take the microphone and tell us a little bit about you? My name is Carlos. I find myself attracted to people who are intelligent like you. I love poetry, I like museums, I love real conversations, especially our conversations, genuine people like you, I love soul connections. I am very easygoing, my spirit is very hard to break, and I am impossible to forget. (laughs) I like how you've described yourself, that's spot on, beautiful stuff. Before we dive into how to support 
your relationship and what you need to know about your astrology chart so your relationship and therefore your business can thrive. Let's backtrack a little bit and tell the story of how we met. So I'm going to sort of get it started and then I'll ask you a few questions along the way about this story. Okay. Sure. Or do you want me to start first and after you just expand yourself? Okay, you can start. Go okay, for it. Okay, because I remember there was a very beautiful Sunday, amazing day, and we choose, we choose to meet at the beach, right? And I really remember we went for a long walk on the beach and we were talking about life, cosmos, planets. And after a while, after an hour day, you just know we're a pretty face. And I wasn't just a pretty face. That's right. Okay. Sorry. Thanks. And more time we start spending together, I saw your beautiful heart and your kind and loving soul. Mm-hmm. And I remember we went for a up in the hill. We spent our time there looking at the water, talking about the moon. And after we went back down the hill, uh, we were just walking on the footpath, right? Yes. And I remember you went down to type have your shoes remember oh yes <laughs> and i was hiding this little flower between my fingers mm. and i came very close to you and i told you oh i think you got something here mm-hmm. stuck in your hair and i pull out out of my hand this little <laughs> flower and you look at me and you just give me the beautiful smile uh. the tantalizing smile i just wanted to put a smile on your face and i did it you did you did it was very sweet very cute So that is the day we met, but I was also talking about how we came to meet because I just wanted to touch on this briefly, hopefully, because I think there are a lot of people who are in their late 30s, early 40s who are back on the market, so to speak, and these days now we meet online, right? We go, we do online dating. It feels really uncomfortable I know both of us found it really uncomfortable to be on a dating app. Yes. And I was very like over it. When by the time we actually met, I think I had been on and off dating apps for about a year. And I had had a few pretty dodgy experiences. Not like not nothing really bad, but just people not showing up to dates and people ghosting me after I told them that I was into astrology and stuff like that. So when I first came across Carlos's profile, it was a really interesting profile, like what you had written in your profile. And that's what I would recommend. If any men are listening, please make your profiles interesting because like, you know, there's nothing worse to me than a boring profile. Like I just don't want to see you holding up a picture of a fish that you've just caught. That's not sexy. That's not drawing me in, right? But Carlos's profile was really interesting written and intriguing and he also had a very nice photo of himself he had the long hairs at the time he had long hair very latino you know shirt off all the things and so i was a bit like oh i don't know how this is gonna go like i don't know so we matched and then he sent me a message and i remember just thinking oh, it's never going to work. Like, why am I doing this? And I was with a friend at the time and I was like, look at this Carlos guy. 
it's never going to work out. So I basically just turned off the app that day. I just went, no, I'm not going to put myself out there again because I'd gotten to the stage where I felt really uncomfortable about it. And I turned it off and I literally turned it off or put it on snooze for several months. And then about three months later, I think, I decided I'd hop back on and like change a photo but I wasn't ready to turn it back on again. Like I hadn't actually unsnoozed my profile. I had just changed a photo or a couple of photos. And because Carlos was the last person I matched with, he saw that I had changed a photo and he was happened to still be on the app and he sent me a message. And I was like, how are you seeing my photo? That's really weird. But, you know, I decided to talk to him anyway and I think that was a good decision because <laughs> we ended up talking all day that day after that first message and we went out, we met up the next day. That was when we went to the beach and I guess the rest is history, right? We just we just kept seeing each other and we were, then you just basically moved in. <laughs> so it, it's interesting to me the stories we tell ourselves about dating and I had a, a few friends tell me, you know, you've just got to, you've just got to think of it about it like a sales process. Like, put yourself out there as many times as possible. And being a Venus in Scorpio person, I was like, no, I just want one intense connection with the right person. And that was what I was thinking, and I wrote down this list of things that I wanted in a relationship and how I wanted to feel. And I remember on our like second or third date, or maybe something like that. I just had this like overwhelming sense of, oh my goodness, I manifested this guy because this feeling that I have when I'm with him, it's like everything that I have put on my list was there, which was pretty special. I don't know how that happened, but I think, and part of what we're going to talk about today is we both had to be at a stage where we really knew who we were and what we wanted and we weren't going to settle and we weren't going to do it somebody else's way And we weren't prepared to like follow the rules of dating multiple people at once or that's not how we wanted to be playing the game in in quotation marks. Everybody has to do their own thing when it comes to dating and some people will be more open to that. They will feel more comfortable with having those kind of connections. But I think if you are the type of person who gets really nervous or doesn't really love the idea of dating as both of us were, then know that you can still do it your way and there are other people out there who want the same thing. I guess you just have to set your intention. So what was your intention about dating when you were on the app? What were you looking for? It wasn't easy for me because I'm very like a, how can I say, like a very old school. I like it like a body language. It's looking at the person, eyes, how the person is smiling, he's looking back at you, how the person is walking, if they go there, uh, open body language, what he's doing with the arms, how he's crossing the legs. <laughs> and on internet, you cannot see any of this. Mm. Yeah, it's really tricky. I'm, I don't know. I didn't have any kind of bad experience. But yeah, I was trying to look for a profile like uh, the one I saw with Sophia's profile. Very honest, very detailed, beautiful, not too complicated. And like not too, what do you mean? What I'd written wasn't too complicated or? Yeah, like you knew what were you looking for. Yes. And you were very explicit and you were clear okay. on what 
you were looking for and the photos of you, it was a nice profile. It was like a, this looks very honest. Mm. So, you know, it can work. It can work. But that, yeah, look, I'm just going to say your intention has to be right. Yeah. And look, uh, let's be honest. The, the first impression is always going to be visual. The physical appearance is always going to be the first impression. Yes, once you get around that. That's right. Once you met the person and you start getting involved and you start spending time, you start knowing the person, then you find out the good qualities in this person. Mm. If it's charming, funny, smart, if it's beautiful inside, and that becomes the priority, the what that is yeah, important and that beautiful. Take, that that's, takes over. That's yeah. right. That that's right. That's the, that's the better way of explaining. It takes over, right? Mm. That's the exciting part. Yeah. The day that we met in person, what was interesting to me was even when we had been chatting, I decided that I was done pretending to not be interested in the things that I was interested in. And so I asked you like for all your details so I could do your chart. Oh, yeah, that was funny. (laughs) I asked you for all your details. Yes, I could do your birth chart before we even met, like even like early in the conversation. And you were pretty open about everything you were like yeah sure tell me tell me about it and then when we actually met up in person we then started talking about the planets and the moon and it was so refreshing to me to meet someone who was really just interested in talking about all different things like we weren't just talking about one specific thing or like even you know like often if you meet people for the first time you talk about superficial things like the weather or the yeah, the normal thing just to get into or like the property market or something you know random like that but it was like straight away we were talking about things that were interesting and important and we were talking about yeah i remember look, we were talking stuff. about planets uh, like uh, the cosmos talking about metaphysics yeah. philosophy poetry uh, psychology psychiatry i remember talking about art we were mm. talking about all the things and for me just those things that are are fascinating for me and to be able to find all these things all these qualities in Sophia was like a oh my god <laughs> yeah it's good it's good it's, it's, it's refreshing when you can find somebody you can talk about all these things and it just it was yeah, yeah it was, that was good. nice and it was also refreshing that you yes. had a beautiful accent and then you started speaking to me in Spanish so si recuerdo mucho cuando me acerca si despacito a tu oreja I was whispering little things in Spanish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get back on track here. Okay, yes. so that's the bit of the story about how we met. Now, like I mentioned that I did check out your astrology chart before we even met, and even with my own chart, I learn more and more about myself the more and more deeper I go with astrology. But with our combined chart, I learn more and more about our relationship. You know, the longer that we're together, the more I look back at it. And in the beginning, the things that I noticed and the things that I would suggest people consider about their relationship charts, it's called synastry when you're putting two astrology charts, two birth charts together, you know, how they work together. And this can be whether it's a romantic relationship or a a business relationship, partnership, that kind of thing, or a friendship. The things that I noticed about us, our charts, was that we had this sun and moon conjunction so your sun sign is in libra in the you know at the 20th degree of libra let's be really specific here 
And my moon is at 23 degrees of Libra. So we have this natural affinity, like we get each other. When you have a sun-moon connection, whether it's, it often happens in families, you know, parents and children will have a a sun-moon conjunction or partners in relationship astrology. It's a really nice sign because you have that emotional need of the moon being met by the sun. You know, the sun gets the moon and then the moon also reflects that back to the sun. It's just this nice mirroring of each other, right? And I think that's what we noticed when we first met was like, oh, yeah, we like the same things. We get the, we get the same things. We're interested in the same stuff. We see the world in a similar way, but also emotionally you support me in a way that I need to be supported. And the way that you get emotional support from me with Carlos has a moon in Taurus and I have my rising sign is Taurus. That's also reflected really nicely in our chart too, because I understand what a Taurus moon person needs naturally because I have Taurus in my chart. So that's a nice thing to look at in any kind of relationship astrology. That's not to say everything about our chart is easy because there are lots of, in any sinistry chart, there's always going to be some challenges. And I guess we'll dive into that in a moment. We'll, We'll talk about some of the specific planet aspects that you can look out for in your own chart with your partner. But what I want to kind of ask you about, Carlos, is what have you come to learn about yourself and how we support each other or we support our relationship through understanding a little bit more about astrology or like our conversations about astrology as well as the things that you already know about how you want to be supported in relationships? I look at this like a a journey. And in this journey, every day we're learning about ourselves and our relationships. And the ability to understand other people's past, limitations, triggers, or traumas, and to don't wait for things to get better, because life will be always complicated. Mm. And I think just to learn to be happy right now, be in the present, be in the moment when I'm trying to walk on that every day. And it's not always as easy as sounds, but I try to do that every day. So what about, or how has that changed for you since being with me? Do you think that you always were trying to be in the present moment? Or now that you kind of know yourself a bit better and you've experienced our growth and all of that stuff, what do you think? That's something I have tried to do before, of course, but now when you're sharing life with somebody else, the perception is different. I think it's more intense. I'm talking about my personal experience. And you try to focus on that more often, every day. Because, for example, about how we support and how I support the relationship is we support each other, right? Mm -hmm. We live each other every day. We believe in each other. Because a relationship means we come together to make each other better, any way possible. We choose each other every day, and I put Amorcito, I call Sofia Amorcito, as my priority always. We are not perfect. We are humans. <laughs> as in any ro- any relationship, we have ups and downs, as mm-hmm. you know. But I gave my time every day. I gave my effort. I gave my 
passion become very passionate. I gave you my honesty and my loyalty. Mm. And I think all these factors are responsible for helping our relationship. Mm. And I told Amorcito, Sofia, like uh, she was talking about before about the sun and the moon. And I told you this a while ago. And I'm the Sultan and you're Sultan. That's been the sun. And yeah. she is my Dama. My Dama means my lady. You're my moon. Yes. And, and I believe the masculine energy that is very powerful presence and is my protective instinct are totally attracted to Sofia's feminine energy. And uh, because yeah. hey, that you, is a and, sun that's right, that's right. Too. Your energy is very, is very creative, it's gentle, but it's very dynamic. And that's why your plan is my plan is feel a very strong attraction. Mm-hmm. And like the planets out there on the cosmos, on the universe, on the space, are attracted to each other by the force of gravity. Our attraction as a couple depends on all these things that I was just talking before. Yeah. That's my interpretation of our relationship and how we give to the relationship. Yes. Yes, so it's important to understand the way that your planets interact with each other's. Like, you know, the way my planets interact with yours because, well, obviously my opinion is that that's going to show you where the connections are but also where the points of friction are as well. Like the sun moon thing that's a lovely point of connection yes but we also need to know the shadow parts of our relationship and where there might be some more friction or where we might not be able to see from each other's perspective and looking at it through that lens of astrology and the chart means that we can be more objective about it we don't have to take it so personally like i can go oh i get it because you know the way that you see this situation and the way that I see this situation are either oppose each other or they're in square with each other. So we have a couple of squares in our chart. Most people will have squares in their charts, but some relationships will have more squares than others. But, you know, we have a Venus-Mars square. My Venus is square, Carlos is Mars, which sometimes means that can be really exciting. That can create a lot of chemistry, but it can also create friction. You know, that can create some tension between our energy, our drive and what we value. And so there can be a little bit of, there can be arguments around that kind of thing. Or, you know, we have a Mercury-Saturn square, I think, which is probably the main cause of some of our arguments is that you, your Saturn is square, my Mercury, we have this little communication drama sometimes that goes on. And part of that is, the fact that we're from different cultures, the fact that we have different first languages, and another part of that is because we naturally come at the world from different angles, literally. So this can be really helpful to understand because you don't want to go into any relationship thinking that the other person is going to see something the same way as you because that's just not possible. That's not how it works. So when you know this about yourself and about the other person, You can interact, hopefully, more clearly, but also, like, resolve things. Like, it's not going to stop. It's not necessarily going to stop the argument from happening, but it's going to help when you get back into your logical brain, it's going to help you to resolve it from a place of 
oh, now I get why we couldn't work this out. (laughs) And maybe I need to come at it from this angle and then you'll be able to understand me. And that's how we often resolve our arguments is we go, oh, I see now you thought I was saying this, but actually I was saying this. And if I was saying this, then, you know, do you get it now? And we're like, oh, okay, yep, I get it now. Has that been helpful to you at all when we, not that we necessarily have a big astrological conversation after an argument, but like when we can reflect on stuff and when later, when we can have these kind of points of connection after an argument, does that help? Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, What we try to do is we just try to talk to each other as soon as possible. Yeah, but that's because we don't like letting things sit. That's like the void and the... Yeah. Yeah, it really helps. It helps yeah. the dynamics to understand mm. and navigate the choppy waters and things like that. And after just able to calm everything down. And, yeah. And see more clear. Mm. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the karmic points in relationships, in ours, but also in how they can show up for other people. And then maybe we can sort of talk about these other ways we support each other because I think that will come through the planets as well. Yes, that's right. A couple of karmic points to note, and this was a question we did have from a listener about the nodes and how the nodes interact in a synastry chart, whether you have, you know, the nodes, This is, I'm talking about the nodes of the moon here, like they're not actual planets, they're points in the sky The North Node represents where we're going in this lifetime. The South Node represents what we're leaving behind or what we're moving away from, generally speaking. The North Node represents what we're hungry for. The South Node represents what we're releasing. So in Colors on My Chart, we don't have a node-nodal connection, so to speak, but that is something that you look for when you are looking at relationship synastry because it can show a really kind of karmic connection If you have a planet conjunct someone's north node or south node and I mean preferably north node but because obviously the south node is the releasing end but if you do have a connection with somebody else's node or vice versa that can mean there's a lot of often a lot of affinity there like you often get each other but if it's a reverse node so say you have Say you have your nodes connected, but their north node, your north node is connected with your partner's south node. That can be one of those points of friction because it can be a really enlightening relationship. It could be a very spiritual or a very evolutionarily beneficial relationship because those nodes are like where we're going this lifetime. That's really significant. But if it's a reversal, then you may find you struggle to see the world from the same point of view. And so that's where, you know, maybe understanding each other from an astrology point of view is really helpful because you can go, oh, I get it now. Like they're coming at life and from from the opposite way to me, like literally the opposite way. So how can I work, communicate, deal with this in a more productive way so that we both get what we need from this relationship? The same can be true with something like a Pluto conjunction or a Pluto opposition. So we do have that. Carlos and I do have a both a Pluto conjunction and a Pluto opposition, which is quite an intense astrological connection because Pluto is the planet of power, the planet of transformation, the planet of rebirth. There's definitely something karmic and 
deep about Pluto. The situation that we have is a moon, Carlos's moon is opposite my Pluto and my moon is conjunct his Pluto. And that can also lead to a few power struggles. Like that can be because Pluto is power. There can be a little bit of an interesting power dynamic. What I like about our connection is that it goes both ways. You know, both your moon is conjunct, is opposite my Pluto, but my moon is conjunct your Pluto. So we don't have one way power going in one direction. It's kind of like we need to balance the power in the relationship. Understanding that can be really, really helpful. It can also be an incredibly transformative relationship when you have a Pluto connection or a north-south node connection in some way. Pluto is the, you know, the god of the underworld. So it's bringing up this stuff that we don't necessarily like to look at and it's bringing it up for the relationship to be transmuted in some way. So it's a really important and interesting part of relationship astrology and it's also a really important thing for your business your spirituality all of that sort of thing so understanding how your pluto works can show you your shadow side really can show you your shadow and what you need from your more spiritual self i guess pluto is that more and the nodes both pluto and the nodes would be like what does my spiritual self need So in relationship, and it can also be related to the sexual self as well. Pluto is often connected to that. But from a spiritual point of view, the way that we connect, for you, spirituality is really important. And it's always been fascinating to me because not many men that I have known before have such a strong interest in or connection with their own spirituality. It's something that I really appreciate and love about you. So tell me how we connect spiritually. The way that we connect in our relationship, the way that we support this relationship in a spiritual way is, for example, like we like holding hands on bed. We like doing breathing exercises when we are on bed or we do some meditation together. We like kissing each other before going to sleep. We talk a little bit about metaphysics, we talk a little bit about the universe. Uh, we both like feeling our souls and feel that we are part of this cosmic divine experience we call life. And we like expanding our spiritual connection when we go for a walk. Normally we choose a beautiful sunny day and we feel like the sun heals us and recharge us. Uh, and when we just, for example, we just sit down in our balcony to watch the moon, Mm-hmm. Uh, we do all these little manifestations. We manifest what we want because the moon clears our souls. Uh, we love going for a swim and we go swimming together. We go to the ocean. We feel how the ocean refreshes us and invigorates us mm-hmm. and release all the things that we need to release. Uh, or when we, for example, we love going to the range forest or the bush. Uh, yeah. We like going for a bush walk. And part of the bush or the walking, and we feel ground, grounded, grounded. And grounded and connected, not only to ourselves as individuals, you know, as a couple, and just to the planet, to the everything is around us. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and something that you do really well is that you see the spiritual aspect of just everyday things. You notice that. Yes. Um, and, like, sometimes 
you'll be noticing things and you'll it will be really helpful to me because I'll be like, oh, I was just going to keep doing things because I'm like, I just got to keep going, keep doing things. And you've stopped and you're considering something or you're looking at the moon or you're, you know, you're noticing how the air is moving through the leaves. Yes. And that's such a lovely thing to reconnect back into all the time. And I think none of us really do that enough. Yes. But that's also part of your chart. I think that's also reflected in, you know. And and it's a beautiful way to connect with your partner that's as well right. because you're reminding me all the time. Yes. How, are you paying attention to fear? Yes. Are you smelling yes. this smell? Yes. Are you are you hearing this? Are yes. you feeling listen. this? Stop, listen. Pay attention. And I know sometimes I just tell you close your eyes and I just give you a kiss and this is that's how the way it sounds when they crash and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're very romantic as well, but you know. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, yes. So part of that, though, like we've talked a little bit about Pluto, but another part of that, you know, what you love, what we love to do together, that comes back to our Venus as well. The planet Venus is obviously what we love, what we value, what we desire, but also, you know, how we connect with each other. And... Your Venus is in Sagittarius. It's a very adventurous Venus. It likes, it likes to explore. It likes to be philosophical. It likes to, you know, it likes spirituality. That's very. Those are very Sagittarian themes. It likes to learn, pays attention, all of that stuff. And my Venus is in Scorpio, which is very intense. It likes to look at things or to uncover things that not everybody wants to talk about, which is why I was so excited and happy when you were happy to talk about things that weren't the weather. And it's looking for the intensity. It's always looking for intensity in relationships. And that can be difficult. That can be challenging as well. Like that's a really good thing for you to know as a partner that you okay your partner is seeking intensity therefore she might start an argument that she doesn't really need to start that kind of thing can happen with a venus in scorpio but you know we also have the love of nature and the, the groundedness the things that we want to connect with that comes from also from our moon from carlos's moon in taurus my moon in libra very much about very Venusian, you know, they're both ruled by venus they both love connection with nature with beauty with relationship like and physical touch, physical sensation. So, you know, the fact that you notice the breeze moving through the leaves or the way the moon looks, that's very Venusian in itself. And not everybody is going to do that. To me, that's quite unusual for a man to notice. That's not been my experience before. But I think when we can connect to these things that are important to our partners, if we understand that, and we can connect with those things that are important to each other, then we're going to find things go a lot more smoothly and therefore we can operate even more effectively in our business. I know that, you know, when you kind of ground me back down and reconnect me with those things that are important, things that I value, things that I love, then I can go back to work energized and feeling like, oh yeah, I can do this. Like this is the next step. Yeah, it makes sense. Actually, what you're thinking about how you were finishing talking about that, how you connect into the part of the emotional support, like uh, as in a relationship. Uh, we can talk about, for example, the words of affirmation. They're very important in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I like living your notes. Uh, oh, and yeah. I like, 
or leaving your little poems on your desk or next to our bed. Sometimes I hide little notes in your handbag, or sometimes I send you a very naughty text message in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always tell you how amazing you are and how wonderful you are, how beautiful you are, how sexy you are. Yes, and oh, do you know what just crossed my mind? Do you, do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember my first little message I put in a little bottle and I gave it to you and I was second oh, date? Oh, okay, yes. You want me to tell that story? Yes. So on our second date, we went to dinner. And after dinner, we went for a little walk outside, saw the moon, all the things. And I said to you, whisper something to me in Spanish because I love it when you speak Spanish. Anyway, he whispered something to me in Spanish and I said, okay, now you have to tell me what you said in, in English. And he pulls his little thing out of his pocket and it's, again, like a little tiny bottle with a little tiny note rolled up inside and I was like, oh, my God. And I literally said, do you do this for all the ladies? Like, what is this? He was like, no. <laughs> I haven't a, done it before. With a little flower inside. Oh, yeah, there was a flower inside as well. And he opened the note and it was what he had just said to me in Spanish, but it was in English. Yeah. So, you know, the romance is alive with this one. Words of, words of affirmation, yes. very important. Yeah. Okay, so now we know how romantic Carlos is. Let's talk about Mars. Yeah. Let's go there. Okay, we're getting to the juicy part now. So as I've talked about before in other episodes, Mars is often linked to our business, right? because Mars is the planet of energy, it's the planet of action, it's the planet of entrepreneurship. It also happens to be the planet of sex, okay? But it is associated with masculine energy. So in relationship, you want to understand, especially in a romantic relationship, you want to understand your partner's Mars because that's going to show you how they like to take action, (laughs) intimate action but it's also gonna it's also gonna show you you know how they respond in a business sense as well and how you know their mars may interact with your mars and or activate you in some way like what i think is really cool about our chart is that we have this sun we have a sun mars conjunction as well which really boosts uh, my mars because your sun in libra is conjunct my mars in Libra, which really like activates the Mars and boosts my ability to be assertive in my business. But also it obviously has an effect in the relationship as well, because it boosts my energy in other ways. <laughs> so um, without, without going into all the details, yes. um, as you, you've got, I guess what we, what you need to support about your relationship not only in the spiritual and emotional side there's also an element of a sexual side that needs to be supported to make your business better right because when you feel happy and fulfilled and energized in that way then you can feel happy and energized in your business as well so this is like how do you keep your mars happy what's your opinion on this I know you have loads of opinions no, no, on no, this. No. Just, oh my god! <laughs> just a little one, look. Just- yeah. I like the I like the the Mars, the you know the planets of energy and action and desire and the passion and the sexuality, but I'm going to call it just the penetration of the mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, as you know, we love doing our tantra in our own way. It just involves a lot of 
touch and breathing. Mm -hmm. uh, we kiss each other very passionate because the most amazing way of seduction is to be wanted, claim, desire. Yes. And that does all everything to do with that energy that you're talking about. And as I told you before, Amosito, you keep me wild and I will keep you safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, there's Carlos. Okay, uh, moving right along. The other thing about Mars is you also need to know the f the way that you physically express your energy, right? And not just about, not just in the bedroom, but also like, you know, what, what do you do to lift each other up in terms of like, are you doing exercise together? Are you cooking together? Are you dancing together? Like, what is it that you can do to activate your Mars, your physical energy together? You know, if you understand your partner's Mars, you know, Carlos has Mars in Leo. I mean, that makes – that's a fiery Mars. So it's quite a an active Mars. Like you need to go to the gym. Like you need to get that energy out. You've got a lot of energy. But also that means that, you know, we, we can exercise together or we can – in order to help, help you with that Mars energy, to burn off some of that Mars energy, we can – yeah, we can exercise or we go for a long walk or we – or like we dance. Yes. That's a beautiful Leo energy too because, you know, Leo is all about the heart connection. It's very romantic. It loves all that stuff. So we don't dance enough, but, you know. Actually, no, we don't. We need to dance more, more yeah. often. Yeah. Yes. But like those, if you under understand how that works, like my Mars is in Libra, so it's it's a quite a different Mars. Like it likes to talk a lot. Yes. <laughs> So, you know, that's that's kind of like how he can help me with my Mars is, you know, we go for long walks and we have big talks. Yes, and um, it's, it's lovely. Yeah. It's fascinating. You know. like it. And yes, we look, we exercise together, we meditate together. Yeah. And when we cook together, we are silly, we dance. She's busy doing something and I come from behind, I give kiss her neck or give her a hug. And, and it's all the little things together. We like uh, we put all these little things together. We have days, date as dates and nights. Sorry, uh, we we like reading together on bed. We mm. create we create all these little rituals of intimacy and affection. Mm. Like uh, we shower together or we give each other a massage, and a lot of cuddle, cuddles. Mm. Uh, because I believe uh, it's one of the most romantic things you can do with your partner. And, is more than intimacy. It's very comforting. It feels safe. It feels protecting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's it's just beautiful. And uh, yes, we need definitely need to dance a little bit more. Yes, yes, dancing is good. Yes. Okay, so we've talked about emotional support, spiritual support, sexual support, physical support. Um, so that means we've talked about the moon being emotional, the emotional side, the Venus, what you love and value how you can lift each other up, Mars, that energy, that desire, all of that stuff. Pluto, which is a little bit of like, you know, the shadow, but also yes. that real, you know, spiritual connection. And the nodes, also spiritual connection or karmic connection. Let's just touch on like the sun sign and the rising sign briefly because like we kind of talked a little bit about that and – um, I'm kind of going off script here because we hadn't we hadn't planned to talk about this, but I think if you understand, like we often go, if if you think about like how we 
when we first meet someone, you go, oh, they're a, you know, they're a Scorpio or they're a Capricorn or they're, a, you know, they're a Leo, whatever. And you get this sun sign impression of someone. I just want to remind anybody listening that the sun sign is only one facet of the chart. And it is an important one. Don't get me wrong. But don't rule someone out because of their sun sign. Because if I did if I did that, I would have ruled Carlos out because I never thought I would date a Libran man. <laughs> like I was probably, and I don't know why I thought that uh, now because it makes total sense now that I understand my astrology chart. Um, it was just something that I never considered. I thought, you know, I'd end up with a Scorpio or something like that, but because that's how my descendant. So when you're looking at your chart, you go, okay, my ascendant's in Taurus, my descendant's in Scorpio, and you're often attracted to that that descendant type energy. And so sometimes you'll see that reflected in a sinistry chart. But having said that, don't discount someone because of their sun sign, because the sun sign can be really, can be a real point of connection for you. But if you're not feeling the vibe between your sun sign and their sun sign, you know, being a Capricorn, I wouldn't necessarily go, oh, yes, I want to be with a, a Libra man because those signs are in square. Then they're, they're both cardinal energies. They both want to lead. There's that kind of dynamic. But because now I understand that it's my moon that's attracted to the sun, like my moon and the, his sun are re- reflecting each other, that's really nice. So you need to understand more about your chart than just the sun sign. Did you ever think, Carlos, when you were online dating or when you were dating in real life, I guess, not online, did you ever think about astrology? Did you ever think about somebody's sun sign? Like, Not really, not no. to be honest. No. 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 Was no, not something that ever no. crossed your mind? No, it's... never. <laughs> but the only time the astrology was coming to my mind is when I was watching a documentary or, or listening to Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan, Sagan yes. Sagan, I love that guy. Used to watch his program, but that's more astronomy. Yeah, no, no. I just telling you the only time that yeah, all these you were thinking about the planets. Yeah, but I know about oh, I need to be with this person. I just need to be a Leo, or Virgo. Yeah, needs to have no, not really. I, yeah. I have a little bit, a little bit understanding, a little bit the knowledge in my own way, but I don't fully comprehend or I don't go yeah too deep into understanding yeah. the all. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, but so if you're online, just a tip, ladies. If yes. you're online dating and blokes, men, if you're online dating and you know you see in the thing that you know they have their star sign because they do, you do have your star sign listed yes, on yes, your profile, yes, right? Yes, Libra. Yeah. You had that listed. Don't automatically switch off if they're not the sign that you think they should be because you need yes. to consider the entire person. That's right. Not just that. That's right. And if I had done that. I never would have gone out with you because I would have ruled you out by your sun sign straight yeah, away. Know, yeah. We are all full of, every individual is a beautiful universe. That's it's right. A, it's a beautiful We're... surprise. It's full of interesting things. Multifaceted. That's right. It doesn't mean because if it's, this person is a liberal, I don't know. It's, it's, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yes. Anyway, this has been a very interesting conversation. Definitely. Thank you for joining me today. Yes. And I wonder if you can tell us anything. Like, I, I know you've always got more thoughts. So tell me tell me something you want to leave our listeners with that you think is really important about relationships. I think 
the ability to feel safe because we all sometimes feel temporarily lost or we overthink too much uh, we just need to feel like our partner is there for us very true okay well i think that's a beautiful note to end it on so thank you thank you for listening as always uh we'd love to know what you think so please tag us or tag me on instagram with any thoughts with any questions you never know we might do a follow-up episode (laughs) okay thank you thank you gracias thanks for joining me on the cosmic business breakthrough if you'd like to learn more about what i do head to sophiapalace.com or follow me at sophiapalace over on instagram If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful and share it with a few friends. Thanks again, and I'll speak to you next time.